This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. I want to welcome all of you that are watching the warning program or listening on shortwave or radio, welcome. We are in the chapel of World Ministries International here at our headquarters. And uh, this is a live audience with children present. Now this is a, a third of a general series I'm doing. The first one was on demons. And then uh, I, I went into a one the next week on demons are organized. And now today, can Christians have demons or unclean spirits? Now, if you have not watched uh, either one or two, I urge you to go on my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, please, and watch or listen, because I don't have time to uh, go back into it. But we, again, went into the hierarchy of demons, the organization of them. Uh, we went into the fall of Satan. Uh, where did demons come from? And so right now, we want to talk about can Christians have Unclean spirits. Can Christians have demons inside of them? Now, some of it is, you know, I don't believe you can be possessed like the person uh, that was tied in chains, a lunatic, because you'd have to give up all of the Word of God and everything else to do that. Submit yourself totally to Satan. But I do believe if you can have cancer enter the body, so can a spirit. And I can tell you that in any church I've ever gone into, I've cast demons out of Christians if we got into that type of service. Any church, including pastors of worship, maybe the senior pastor, because maybe he himself is teaching the word of God, but he's filled with doubt, he's filled with worry, he's filled with anxiety. He doesn't know how to rest in God. You are opening yourself up to attack. Or maybe he's in adultery. I've exposed even top leaders of denominations engaging in adultery, one in a country having an, an affair with two prostitutes. That man had demons in him. I exposed him in front of his executive meeting that I was attending as a guest. And I said, if you don't repent right now, a spirit of suicide is going to grip you. You're going to kill yourself. He screamed demonically. He pulled out three bottles of poison. He said, if you had not come when this meeting was over, I was going to drink the poison and kill myself because I can't stand the torment of the demons anymore. Yes, demons, the leader of a denomination. <coughs> so let's talk about it. Let's look a little bit at the trinity of mankind. The trinity of man. <coughs> spirit, soul, and body. Well, we know the spirit 
<coughs> a Greek word, P-N-E-U-M-A. Demons can't enter that. We're supposed to then have a totally regenerated mind as you become a Christian. A mind of the spirit. So the born again, the born again spirit cannot have an evil spirit. Now let's look at, again, <coughs> the soul. The soul or psyche. Psyche. What is the psyche of man? Choice, subconscious, will, superego, five supernatural senses, center of personality, emotions, heart. Be careful with your emotions. Don't let your emotions run control. You worry unnecessarily. Why are you doing that? You're supposed to cast your cares on Christ. You are opening yourself up to spirits attacking your body. See, I'm using that because a lot of Christians do that and they, they don't commit adultery, but they're doing this sin. I mean, anything is a sin that's not perfect before God, right? And we all are sinners and we have to daily, maybe, repent of unnecessary worry and other things, right? Yes. If you don't, you are fooling yourself. You are either so proud and deceived that you can't see yourself. Everyone gets in involved in unnecessary worry. If you take it too far, you might have a demon. Because if he's driving you or driving you to yell and scream and get mad and, 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 and your spouse says, man, this is not you. Body, soma, unregenerated mind, conscious mind, carnal man, ego, mind of flesh, five natural senses. Okay, are you controlled by your senses or are you con controlled by faith? My senses says, you know, most people, most Christians are controlled by their senses and that's why they'll never see a miracle. Because a miracle takes faith. In other words, you have to trust what God says even though it looks impossible. Get out and walk on water. Hey, strike the rock. Let water come out. I mean, I've done things that most Christians will never do because it doesn't agree with their five senses. Man, that's not common sense. You're right. That's God's sense. Moses, everything he did was not common sense to Pharaoh. If you are going to run by common sense, you'll never see a miracle because you will never do what God tells you to do. It's no sense. I could get hurt. I could get killed. They'll reject me. They'll yell at me. They'll fire me. Yeah, all of those things could happen. But the body, the body goes to the ground when you die. The soul goes to hell or heaven. Hebrews 9.27, the spirit returns to God. All of us will go to hell or heaven. The bodies will go to the ground. You'll be buried unless you're caught up to meet with the Lord in the air when he returns and our spirit returns to God. 1 John 5.18, <clears throat> we know absolutely that anyone born of God does not deliberately, knowingly practice committing sin. But the one who was begotten of God carefully watches over and protects him. Christ's divine presence within him preserves him against all evil, and the wicked one does not lay hold, get a grip on him, and touch him. That's 1 John 5.18. It is clear from the scriptures that a born-again Christian cannot be if we want to say possessed by demons in his born-again spirit. It can't, it can't happen. Demons don't live in the spirit. They live in a body. They want a body, either yours or an animal. Jesus found it easy to cast them in pigs. Why? Pigs were unclean, even, even though, I mean, pigs, prawns, lobster, shellfish. If you want to study the laws of clean and unclean, even though Jesus said, you can eat all things, but yet is it wise? Because they carry the toxins. 
and you are still subject to disease and death if you eat them, too much of them especially. He did not glorify the pig. I know there's a lady up here that has a sanctuary of pigs. Well, they're not glorified. She's wasting her money. I'm sure she gets free, free money from other people who, who puts animals above God. I've looked at those big old pigs. Wow. They have a lot of pig on the hoof. Although I, I try not to eat pig. Don't get me wrong. If I go into somebody's home and they're serving it, I'll pray and eat it. I am not a religious about it. But I don't make a constant habit. I never buy it. I never buy it to bring in the home. Never. Never. So that's the way it is. Because I'm trying to protect my body that is still not glorified. And if I abuse it too much, I will die early. Okay? So take care of your body. Take care of your body, it'll take care of you. If you don't take care of your body, how are you going to serve God longer? No, you're not going to serve God longer. You'll be out of the game, either in a wheelchair or in the ground. How are you going to serve your family if you don't take care of your body? If I don't take care of my body long enough, I won't help my young son or any other of my family members or my wife. We got to take care of our bodies if you want to take care of other people and serve God longer. Okay, so again, there are three parts to man. Man has a body, soul, and spirit. We've covered it. Man's body is carnal, flesh, conscious mind, five senses can be demonized. Let me say it again. Man's body, his carnal mind, conscious mind, five natural senses can be demonized. This is the reason Christians can become sick. Man can also be oppressed in the lower nature of his soul, subconscious, mind, heart, will, emotions, choice, not the upper nature, regenerated mind of Christ. But the lower nature, unregenerated mind. Again, if it's a little too fast for you, watch this program again and again and again because I covered the Trinity of Man. And that was in 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Matthew 15, 19-20, For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, reasonings, disputings, designs, such as murder, adultery, sexual vice, theft, false witnessing, slander, speech, that is bad. These are what makes a man unclean and defile him. Jesus said, out of the heart, can a Christian commit adultery, sexual vice, theft, false witnessing, slander? Well, if he does, it is coming out of his soul. Certainly your spirit is not committing these acts. It's your soul. However, we would have no to question, we would have to question, is he still a Christian according to be like Christ? Especially if you're constantly committing adultery. You've got a wife, you've got a husband, but you're still having an affair, an ongoing affair. You've got a question, is he a Christian any longer? His born-again spirit will not go along with his choices to sin. But the soul is what will go to heaven or hell. If a Christian chooses to sin, he's open to demonic oppression. Are you with me? If you want to choose to sin, that's why, you know, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Kiss and make up. Come on. Sometimes it can be even fun. I don't mind kissing and making up. <laughs> and every man said? Amen. Every woman said? Amen. Amen. We agree. All right. Second Corinthians 11.4. Like I said, guys, it's a live audience. For you seen readily to endure it. If a man comes and preaches another Jesus than the one we preach, if you receive a different spirit from the spirit you once received... Okay? There are different spirits. There are angels of light. There are fallen angels. There are, in other words, demons. How can a person receive a different spirit after he's received the Holy Spirit? 
Did the apostle Paul know what he was talking about? Yes, a Christian can receive a different spirit. World Ministries International School of Theology. World Ministries International School of Theology. You can take our course, Deliverance 1 and 2, by Dr. Drew Pierce. Roos, go to my website, worldministries.org. Worldministries.org. Take that course, Deliverance 1 and 2. I'm using the Bible. I'm using his notes. I'm using other notes in teaching this. However, if we are born again, there is something good in us which fights for our welfare. That born-again spirit will have no part of sin. We should not want to deliberately sin. Who are you submitting yourself to? The Holy Spirit or evil spirits? In other words, sin. Say, I know mentally there's God. It doesn't matter what you know. The demons know fear and tremble. Lucifer knew, and they sinned anyway. That's called rebellion, and they were cast out. So mental assent has nothing to do with your salvation. Submission to the word of God proves you're a child of God. That born-again spirit will have no part of sin. If we listen to it, our actions will be like Christ. To be a Christian is to be like Jesus. I guess they'll be GDTEQ uh, as a problem. If a Christian is possessed with Christ, just like him, he could not have a demon. That's because Jesus committed his whole will, mind, and emotions, his, soul, his whole soul, his whole body, his whole spirit to serving God. No sign of temptation of even sexual because he did not look twice. I have never, 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 never had sex outside my wife. The one with the Lord or my current one. Why? I don't look twice. I have a covenant. I have a relationship. That's it. I'm not silly enough to think I can look twice and three times and not get burned. I don't look twice. I don't dwell on it. As a man thinketh, so is he. It comes first in the thought process, and you keep going, keep going, and now you're in the real process. Come on, men who have committed adultery or women. You should have fleed temptation and not looked twice. The problem is that although many people say they are Christians in their hearts, they nevertheless choose to habitually practice sin. How to recognize demons? In order to recognize demons, we must first realize that the old fable depicting them as a, having a tail and a pitchfork is not true. You know, on cartoons and everything. Oh, here's the demon. Well, that, the demon might be coming to you through a gorgeous, beautiful woman. Only she's filled with spirits, unclean spirits. Were this the case, we would be, look at the rest of our life and never see a demon. Listed below, I'm going to go into uh, statements backed by Scripture to give you a clear definition of a demon. One, demons are liars. Demons are liars. They will sometimes tell the truth. However, we must always remember they will twist the truth and tell a lie. John 8.44 You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you must do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. If a person is influenced by spirits, probably they also lie. When people say, I've never committed adult adultery. If they have committed adultery, that's a liar. An adulterer is a liar. They're going to try to cover and hide their sins. They are a liar. They try to deceive you. Oh, I, I'm not in adultery. I'm not having an affair. Or whatever their bondage is, drugs. Whatever. They are a liar. Demons are liars. Demons are not spirits of dead people. They are not the offspring of angels and men. 
When we cast them out, we do not know where they go. They are not in hell. Now, you don't know where they go unless you cast them into an animal. I cast them into pigs a lot because Jesus did. They go pretty easy. So if you really like eating your pork, hope a demon isn't it. Ah, cast him into pigs. And I cast him into other things. We have examples of, of casting, my dad cast a demon out of the, our home in Hawaii. And uh, cast it out. The, the goat went crazy. He went outside and cast it out of the goat. It became normal again and we ate the goat. Minus the demon. A goat pranced into my grandfather's church in China. He was a missionary with the Assemblies of God 30 years. Pranced in. And my father, my grandfather looked and told his wife, Letta, what? Because he just pranced in, knelt down on the altar. Goats don't do that. No. Right, immediately they recognized this is abnormal. And my grandfather looked at his wife, my grandmother, Letta. Is that goat demon possessed? My grandfather went, cast out the demon, got up, ran back outside. Are we together? Yeah. I could give you a lot more testimonies, but let me get to the teachings. So demons are not spirits of dead people. Matthew 8, 29. Suddenly they cried out saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus, you son of God? Have you come here to torment us before our time? Before our time? They're not yet appointed to the lake of fire. Luke 8, 27 through 31. And when he stepped out of the land, there met him a certain man from the city whom had demons for a long time. And he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house, but in tombs. And he saw Jesus, he cried out, fell down before him, and with a loud voice, What have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? You do not torment me. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For when it had often seized him, it kept him under guard, bound with chains and shackles, and he broke the bonds and was driven by demons into the wilderness. So here's a man seemingly totally possessed. So, I don't believe this can happen if you are born again unless you totally reject God and just live like the devil and let more and more demons come into you. Because then the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit has left, left you. And he said, Legion. Jesus said, what is your name? The demon said, Legion, because many demons had entered him. They begged him that he would not command them to go out into the abyss. In other words, it's not their time yet. The demons will be judged by God. The Bible says, Matthew 8, 29. And suddenly they cried out, What have we to do with you, Jesus, you son of God? Have you come to torment us before our time? Demons have different degrees of wickedness. Matthew 12, 43 through 45. And when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places. Now, I also cast demons into dry places. They hate it. Seeking rest and finds none. A demon does not find rest. He wants a body. He'd prefer a person, but he'll go into an animal. I mean, if you see an animal that's going crazy, maybe it has a spirit. We've recognized that. My dad uh, recognized that in the past. My, my grandparents recognized that. They, they knew how to discern and recognize demons. Then he said, I will return to my house for which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept in, and put in order. That means keep the doors shut if you've ever had demons cast out of you. Do not reopen the doors. Then he, then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself. And they enter and all dwell there. And the last state of the person is worse than the first. So it shall be with this wicked generation. If I've cast demons out of somebody once or twice and they don't keep the door shut, I quit. I will not do it again. Unless I'm really certain they're going to keep the door certain, closed. See, this is real. You cannot continue to go back into whatever sin it is. 
Unclean spirits vary in power. Mark 9, 29. So he said to them, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. If I've spent a good two hours trying to cast out demons, maybe I got a few, but I can't get the strong man. I break it off and say, hey, we got to go into prayer and fasting for a day or two or maybe a week. And then we come back and finish the job. There are some so powerful, you're not going to get them the first try around. You might get some of the little guys, you know, maybe some of the privates, but you're not going to get the general. See, this is just reality. I've had to do this more than once. <coughs> Demons know the names of those who rebuke and ex exercise them. You know, think about that. They know who you are if you have any authority at all. Acts 19, 15, and the Spirit answered him, said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? In other words, who are you, punk? You know, the seven sons of Sceva, they beat them up, ripped them up, tore their clothes, and they went screaming. Sometimes people play around, and sometimes they get a rude awakening. Mark 1, 24, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. They know who you are. Demons believe and tremble, the Bible says. James 2.19, you believe there, there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble and tremble. See, they did not want Jesus to send them to the abyss before their time. They tremble. If you have anointing, they fear. I told you overseas. EJ, you have been with me overseas. And you've gone into large meetings like Jamaica, Thousands and thousands of people I'm preaching at. And demons are screaming as I'm preaching. Screaming. And they're taking them out and then casting out demons. Demons are fighting the church. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. Demons have their own doctrines. 1 Timothy 4, 1. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter Time, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Some crazy doctrines some religious people come up with. I don't go with all of this nonsense that you get into other psychics and everybody else and fables and even other religious people that we call cults. And I don't go on any of that, knock on wood or anything else. I'm opening myself up to more demonic activity. Demons have their own doctrines. Tree of life, Proverbs 3.18. She is a tree of life to those who hold her. Take and hold her. Do you hold on to the tree of life? And happy are all who retain her. Proverbs 11.30, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins a soul is wise. Proverbs 15.4, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Did you hear it? A wholesome tongue. I don't like to be around people that constantly curse. Scream and everything. Man, it, it, it troubles my spirit. That doesn't mean I won't be around them. I, I want everyone to be saved. I'm saying I don't like to. Some people are so perverse. If you go and try to help them, they're just... And it, it hurts your Holy Spirit in you to be in their presence sometimes. It says a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, Proverbs 15, 4. But perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Revelation twenty two fourteen. Blessed are those who do his commandments, but they have the right to the tree of life. You know, they will have the right to the tree of life, it says. They might, may have the right and may enter through the gates of the city. 
Blessed are those who do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life. Why were Adam and Eve cast out of the garden? They cut them off from the tree of life. Each emotion mentioned could be personalities or personality companions. Let's, now let's get into this. Ecclesiastes 12.7 Then the dust will return to the earth as the Spirit will return to God who gave it. Tree of life, good fruit, fruit of the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5.22 and 23 but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Law of what? Sin and death. God's not going to condemn you. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. We're always forgiving. We have patience. Long-suffering. We have peace. I used to say, before persecution, and now it's hitting, the only persecution America used to face if you call yourself a Christian is the person you're married to. Because the goat will manifest people's pride until they finally get it eradicated and now you can have the tree of peace. Right? right. Now we're having real persecution though, so now worse is coming. Religious error, 1 Timothy 4.1. The Spirit expressly says in latter days some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirit and doctrines of demons. Father God, help our people watching and listening today. We need their help, we need their prayers. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Help us to stay on your local TV or radio station. Join us in Eagle Saving Nations. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.